0: And today's inspiration comes to you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Angels. This best-selling collection of stories is filled with amazing coincidences, divine intervention, and all kinds of surprising spiritual events. Our writers share stories about mysterious guardians and helpers who touch their lives. And today I want to share with you six stories of angels and miracles from the book. Our first story is about a voice that saved a toddler. So Teresa Ambord heard a child laughing, but when she looked across the parking lot, she saw lots of parents and kids getting in their cars and she decided the sound must've come from there. She readied herself to start up her car, but then she heard a strange loud voice in her head that said, get out and walk around the car. She was tired, so she just wanted to start her car and go home, but the voice bellowed at her, get out of the car now. At that, Teresa got out and looked around her car, and that's when she saw a toddler smacking his hand on the back of her car with no adult anywhere nearby. The boy's mother was deep in conversation with another woman, not watching her child, She even got annoyed when Teresa interrupted her to give her back her little boy. Teresa says, Thank God he didn't turn me loose until I stopped to listen to his voice. I hope that next time he speaks to me, he won't have to bellow. So our second story is about a car mechanic who didn't actually seem to exist. And here's the story from Mary Beth McGee who says he was the biggest man she'd ever seen. Tall, wide, and solid. And she had stalled in a dangerous part of New Orleans. While she hunkered down in her van, this giant man gently tapped on the window and offered to help her start it. He popped the hood, had her try to start it again, and worked on diagnosing the problem. Then he said he'd run across to the service station across the way and get his tools. Mary Beth watched him cross the traffic lanes in the grassy median and disappear into the repair bay. A few minutes later, he emerged with a tool and came back across to her van. After he fixed the van, he refused any pavement, but a week later, Mary Beth decided to take a homemade coffee cake to this kind man to thank him. But the man at the service station said that no one by that description worked there. All that Mary Beth could think was that she had been helped by a giant angel. Now, our third story is about an impossible sign from heaven. Susan Karras was a new widow, and she was learning to do all the chores that had previously been done by her husband. When the first big snow of the season started up, she felt even more alone, and she fervently wished for some kind of sign from him. For weeks, she'd asked God to give her one something to let her know that Bruce was okay. She was staring out the window, thinking about the hours she and Bruce had watched the birds, marveling over the brilliant colors of the blue jays or the orioles. Their favorites were the red cardinals. Now she wished she would see a cardinal. It would make her feel closer to Bruce. Suddenly, a cardinal swooped past the window, and then another landed on the patio, and a third on the branch of their elm tree, and then the sky opened up, And so many cardinals appeared that Susan couldn't count them all. When the whole flock took off, one remained behind and came right up to the window, so close that Susan could see every detail in his feathers. She says, the sign had finally come. God had sent his angels, not on wings of white, but vibrant Valentine red. He'd sent an entire host of feathery cherubim. My prayer had been answered my broken heart could finally mend. Our fourth story is about a father's advice from the grave. So Marilyn Frey was tired of her job. Her company offered her a new position, but it would require her to move her family three and a half hours away. At the same time, another company was recruiting her for an exciting position. Both jobs appealed to her, and she had to give both of them an answer the next day. Marilyn called her mother, who was always a good sounding board. She listened and then said something surprising. Talk to your dad. Well, Marilyn's dad had died seven years earlier, so she expressed her surprise. But her mom was steadfast. She said she still discussed her difficult decisions with him, and Marilyn should too. That night, Marilyn couldn't sleep so she silently appealed to her father to help her, and then she heard his voice calling her by the nickname that only he used. He then said, why is this so difficult for you? You always make good decisions. You need to trust yourself. Marilyn slept peacefully after that, and when she woke up in the morning, she knew exactly what to do. Now our fifth story is about a life-saving nudge from an angel. Terry Tucker was walking home from the library holding a stack of books. Suddenly, she felt someone bump her arm and the books tumbled to the ground. She looked around, but there was no one within half a block. But she had definitely been bumped. She took a few seconds to gather up the books and continue on her way, and she had taken just two steps when a car jumped the sidewalk right in front of her and smashed into a storefront exactly where she would have been if she hadn't dropped the books. She says this, It still gives me chills to realize that at the pace I had been walking, I would have been right in front of the store when the accident happened. My guardian angel was definitely watching out for me that day. And finally, our sixth story is about an inexplicable family connection. Amanda W. said that 2020 was a hard year because besides the pandemic, it was also the year that all three of her grown children moved away, two of them overseas. One of her sons even got COVID in a foreign country, and Amanda worried about how he was faring given the language barrier. One day, Amanda and her husband were out doing errands, and they stopped at a Dollar Tree for some impulse shopping, wandering around the store separately, and Amanda saw a mug that she liked. Even though they already had plenty of mugs, it was only a dollar, so she decided to get it. At the checkout, she discovered her husband had selected the same mug. Fast forward two weeks to a long-awaited video call with their sons. Partway through the call, their younger son, still pale and thin from his bout with COVID, walked off screen to get a cup of water. He returned with the exact same mug that his parents had independently purchased. He'd bought it for his new home and his new country, 7,000 miles away. Now that's an amazing coincidence. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you would like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Believe in Angels, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there. You can check out the front cover and the back cover and read more about it and you will find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. If you want to read stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a free story in your email inbox every day with lots of stories from our new books. Just go over to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the newsletter sign-up option. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. And don't forget, you can become a Chicken Soup for the Soul contributor too. Click on Submit Your Story on our website to see how it works. Half of the stories in this new book are from storytellers who we have never published before. Come back for our next episode to hear two stories from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Kindness Matters, Stories about when the kind words of a stranger made all the difference.